When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of June 20th, 2023 here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. news. Uh, if you're sick of the same old news, you're in the right place because uh, we've got some uh, fun things to talk about here today with our panel here on the actual factual news okay here back with us pickleball's top influencer you can catch him in pittsburgh later on this year father nature it's tyson apostle tyson how are you uh doing great uh yeah i had my birthday and father's day all this weekend happy belated birthday thank you and uh rachel was out of town for both of those (laughs) So convenient. Yeah. Which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so I just had the kids to myself and we just ate out every single meal yes. and, uh, I'm disgusted with myself. Any highlights? What did you have? Chick-fil-A. Oh, uh, okay. Ooh, damn, yeah. Uh, let's see. Is it your birthday today or tomorrow? It was my Saturday, birthday. Right? Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Saturday. Okay. The 17th. Yeah, today or tomorrow. I'm a good like friend. Knows. Yeah, that mm-hmm. works. Yeah, Pretends I thought like the knows. 21st for some reason. No, that must be a different friend. <laughs> Only have it's like two Christoph's or three. Birthday, so. is it? Yeah, that's probably Christoph's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> I know when my friends what month their birthdays are in. I don't know the specific days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What month is Rob's birthday in? Dang it! Why'd you put me on the spot like that? O- <laughs> October. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is right. You got it. That's yes. Right. Yes. Gosh. Sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rob, what month is Danny's birthday? You know, that's why I wasn't going to get mad at him because uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Um, January? Close. close. December. December. That's close enough. December. Yeah. So okay. it looks like I'm the best friend out of all the three mm-hmm. friends here. Seriously. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, was, good birthday. Good Father's Day. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just, I mean, the older you get, the more they're just day, regular days. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. yeah. Liz guilted me into sending my dad a Father's Day text, which I've never done. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you gotta, you have to send something. I'm like, no, that's not what we do in my family. Mm-hmm. So after a day of berating me about it, I sent my dad a text. I never got a response. Wow, he ghosted you. And I was like, yeah, because he's probably thinking, this is super weird. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Danny just, I am, Danny's, Danny's made me uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, his gift for Father's Day was to make me feel uncomfortable with this weird text that he's never sent. In what the did it say? Years. Can you read the text? 
Uh, I just said thanks for everything, and then I wrote Rome wants me to say Happy Father's Day. That was it, Duh. right? It was something that, that simple. Yeah, that was very like you didn't give a not shit even about a it. great Father's Day thing. And no, then I, I, I would have ghosted that. it too. Mm-hmm. Rome so, reminded me to say Happy Father's Day to you, Dad, and that I love you. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't. Say I didn't even write that. And I didn't want to write anything because guess what? I, me and my dad, we've been uh, together since I was born and we know how we both operate. And it was just like, I didn't say anything to my mom on Mother's Day. But is that how he wants to operate? Maybe he wants more. Oh, oh I don't think my dad yeah, really cares. And as you get older, like you just said, Tyson, as you get older, you care less about stuff like that. Wow. Uh-huh. So You don't think your dad has your number blocked or anything, do you? <laughs> if I was my dad, I would probably block my number. So, yeah, a kid uh, like me only asks you for things. You know what I mean? He doesn't have no, no, no good he knows. He knows. He knows like that me. you're baiting him. He's like, <laughs> He's not, oh, thank you, son. And you're like, oh, by the way, I need a new car. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot yeah. to pay my taxes, but I have no money to do it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The IRS is coming for my kids. Uh, Nicole wants to do the annual uh, famous birthday check-ins. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I, I, I do, I have it up here on the oh, yeah. uh, 44-year-old reality stars on famousbirthdays.com. Uh, and so this is the, you know, infuriating part of every single year of uh, where we go into it. And so... Uh, I will tell Rupert's you. On there, he's like seventy. He's still leading the way. In the <laughs> who, who's that? Rupert. Rupert. Rupert's no, for Rupert's some reason forty-four. Yeah. Okay. He's not on the forty-four-year-old reality star <laughs> list. Uh, of course, uh, the number one most famous reality forty-four-year-old reality star is, of course, Courtney Kardashian uh, yeah. for another year running. Then, like so many people that I've never heard of, um, mm-hmm. don't even know how these people are famous uh, because I've never heard of them. This is the one that infuriates me every year. Um, A woman named Christy Smith, who played on my season of Survivor, is the number 13 Mm. most famous uh, 44-year-old reality star. Okay. How? Who makes this list, though? Maybe it's her. Puts the list together. Yeah, it's her. Don't know. Okay. She pays a subscription. Yes, she does. (laughs) All right. Um, Another one, uh, you know, uh, you know, 20 at number 23. Another, you know, friend of ours. Um, Fishback? No. Now, he's not even on the list anymore. He's, he's, he's off the list. flushed out. Yeah. The end. Uh, not even in the top 50. Um, Amber Mariano. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. She's always there hovering. Number 23. Okay. Uh, then, Tyson, you check in at number 25 this year. That's not bad, Tyson. Yes. I think I've dropped, though. I think, I, I I think I've definitely teams. dropped, too, because I'm down to number 38. The 38th. And I was on one of the worst shows of the year last year. I don't know why I... Yeah, you should have climbed. I should have climbed. Who makes this list? What's going on here? What's it's really on famousbirthdays.com. I am the 38th most I'm famous 44-year-old reality star. I mean, is there, has there ever been a more depressing sentence said that I'm the 38th? Most famous 44-year-old reality star. star. (laughs) Yeah, but when is the last time you were on TV, I don't know. I feel like the podcast is going pretty well. Like uh, I I think it is, too. That's Uh, why I want to know more about who runs Danny, I'm one spot behind uh, Robin Brown, best known as the Uh fourth wife of polygamist reality star Cody Brown, (laughs) a cast member of Sister Wives. 
I'm sorry. That's bad. You're behind a sister wife. Uh, although that, that whole, uh, that won't last long because that whole show imploded. Mm-hmm. I don't know okay, how so, those relationships yeah. didn't stick together, but they've fallen apart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I um, would not have predicted. Yes. No, um, right? And yeah, I am two spots ahead of Brandon Novak, a reality star from, uh, can't kill yourself member. I don't even know what that <laughs> what the heck? Don't wow. even know what that is. Hmm. I, I don't like that, this list. Yeah. Not yeah, good. We got to make our own list because this yeah. list is trash. You should not be basing your self-worth, Rob, on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're number one. Let's well, have no, RHAP do their own list with all the RHAP content creators because they probably have their fingers on the pulse. Yeah, I agree. Reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm clocking in at number 63,313 overall. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Of famous people. Yes. I mean, Tyson is at 44,722 on mm. famous birthdays. Mm. So uh, it doesn't they, sound right either. You guys are number one and two on my list. Yes. Thank you, Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All thank right. You. Well, we haven't even uh, given you the top story at this hour. Back with Wait. us after two oh, weeks yeah. away, Danny Bryson. Welcome back, Danny. Guys, it took a lot, but I fought hard to get back here. I thought in Amsterdam, I was just going to lay down and become a European because it was taking way too long to get home. Mm-hmm. European, not yeah. African. No. Well, I, the 10 hour will take takes 11 and a half hours to get back to Amsterdam. Okay. And I was like, oh, do, then so did you go to Salt Lake, another, Amsterdam, uh, Amsterdam to Tanzania, but on the way back, you have to do a little extra leg and mm-hmm. it took 24 hours. And not only that, but then they did, they played that game where like, pick your seat. Yeah. So I picked a seat aisle seat, mm-hmm. right? It put me when I got on the plane for that 11 hour flight in the middle, mm-hmm. in the back next mm-hmm. to the bathrooms. Poop, hmm. lots of poop smells. Absolutely the worst place to be for an so 11 sorry. hour flight. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Danny. Yeah. Uh, did you have to get a visa for this trip? So you or do. Just your passport. You, you buy it when you get there. Um, mm-hmm. Tanzania wants to take all your money. How much were I, they going to try? How much did they take? $100. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. so expensive. But so you don't <laughs> understand. They charge you for everything. Like, they make you hire tons of people. Mm-hmm. And I realized you have to that hire after, tons of people. For oh, what? yeah. 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 So to climb the mountain, right? I mm-hmm. originally, I'm like, I want to do it in half the time. And he's like, that's not possible. That I contacted three people. And then I said, I want to carry my own stuff. I don't want a porter. He goes, that's not possible. You have to have porters. I don't want a guide. You have to have a guide. So to climb, I climbed two mountains mm-hmm. and climbing both mountains, I had six six people supporting me an me. entourage an entourage but you're going but you're going faster than them uh, yeah so at first i went the speed the very first mountain you have to go the speed of the armed ranger there's a guy with a gun okay. who takes you through the dangerous part before you get up high you can't go faster than what's him what's the That's dangerous the part gorillas and no no people. Uh, buffalo water yeah. buffalo okay on the trail so that's like whatever but on kilimanjaro uh-huh I just left my guide. I'm like, dude, this is way, this is so slow. So I would just leave him during the day and meet him at camp at night mm-hmm. because this is so painfully slow. My eight year old 
hikes faster than him. So should it you take your kids crazy. maybe for this once in a lifetime adventure? That's why people do take kids up Kilimanjaro because it is so incredibly slow. Six people for one person. How much did that. how much did that cost to get these six people? Um for both mountains, mm-hmm. it was twenty nine hundred dollars total. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing: mm-hmm. you pay that amount to do both mountains, right? Non negotiable, yeah. and that was the cheapest price I found out of all the people I contacted. Then at the end, you tip them, and they have a tipping ceremony. So it's like public shaming you into tipping. And my guide's trying to convince tipping me. Tipping ceremony tip. is brilliant. Right. It's so brilliant. <laughs> they sing a song to you and then you give the money to the people. I thought this is the biggest nightmare for me I've ever had. And I got into an argument with my guide. I'm like, dude, I'm not tipping. He's like, you need to tip X amount. I said, is this a tip or a fee? Cause the way you're describing this is a fee. If it's a tip, I get to decide. Mm-hmm. And since I didn't want any of you to join me on these hikes, I'm going to give you the bare minimum because you already got a salary. I didn't mm-hmm. ask for your help. I didn't want your help. And he and I got into an argument on the last day, right before the tipping ceremony. But I, I ended up splitting the difference between the high end and the low end because he did manage to guilt me into tipping that amount. It was, and what, it was, was, wow. what was the tipping amount? 20%? Um, no, that's what I want to do. I wanted to take the total cost of the trip, right? Yeah. And, to, and then break up that percentage to the individuals. But instead, I had found online before I went a bunch of guidelines and I just picked the middle of all the guidelines. Mm-hmm. And which was Got, that? What was that? Uh, it depends. Cooks get a different tip. They get 12 to $14. Guides get $20. Porters get 6 to $10. Mm-hmm. So let me just say this. You know how I always talk about <laughs> there's only a handful of people that I will eat food from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My cook was not on that list. Oh. And it was... They feed you so much horrible food. Yeah. Uh, cooked in these kitchens on the mountain that never would pass muster if a health inspector came by. It was for me. Did you eat it? Uh, of course. I I had no other food. I didn't. I ate the things I felt were safe. Mm-hmm. Never a salad. Obviously, you never eat salads outside the U.S. Not even in the U.S. Sometimes. Uh, Why? What is the the, uh, concern that you get some sort of... uh, Have you never heard that? Salads are like raw vegetables and salad, especially lettuce. Very uh, dangerous. Anything without a protective layer. Mm -hmm. um, Some, you know, like fruits, you'd never eat. And I had heard from so many people that you get sick. Okay. So I usually ate things that weren't touched by hand. So like rice or pasta didn't involve meat and weren't salads. Mm -hmm. And so... It was a very growing experience. So as an individual, I definitely grew. But would you do you regret doing it or are you happy that you did it? So I was happy that I did it. Both mountains were awesome on Mm -hmm. the summit day. But the one thing I almost didn't do because I had no money, uh, I had 12 hours on the last day and I didn't want to sit in my whatever you would call it. It wasn't really a hotel. So I went and I paid for a safari, Mm -hmm. which I had talked to tons of people who had done safaris. And I wasn't necessarily, I love animals, but I wasn't necessarily stoked on it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll pay. I don't want to sit in my hotel for 12 hours. So I went and I did a safari and it was surprisingly super awesome. Okay. I mean, it was the best way to end it. It was just totally awesome seeing all those weird animals. So yeah, it ended great. But honestly, glad to be back mm-hmm. with okay. an internet connection. I couldn't yeah, so, even, I thought, I thought maybe I'd phone into you guys when you were uh-huh. podcasting. Yeah. I couldn't even send a text message for those 10 yeah. days I was there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
is there a way to skirt those rules? Like, could you just be like, oh, I'm just in town doing business, see you, and then go to the mountain yourself and do it? No, because they highly police it. I had to go through a metal detector before I climbed Kilimanjaro. That's how intense they are. Don't you need wow. a lot of metal? <laughs> I'm like, what is this even doing? Like, I mm-hmm. have tons of metal stuff. Like, what is the point? And then the guy goes through your bag. I mean, it's like highly policed. So are I they found you're going to bring a gun to Mount Kilimanjaro? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. So I found out from someone at the gate for Kilimanjaro, mm-hmm. you can go faster, right? You don't have to do it in five days, even though every guide outfitter will be like, five days is the smallest number of days you can do it. He said, but you have to find a guide willing to go that fast. And that's the hard part. So I wanted to do Kilimanjaro in three days, but I was told it wasn't possible. Then when I found it was possible, I realized, yeah, good luck finding porters, cooks, and everybody's move fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. And you are required to take all of those. So you the cook has to travel to with you. Why don't they just leave a cook on the mountain at the kitchens? Tyson, I wish I had answers to this because it was the most <laughs> frustrating part of my trip. Everyone had a cook. It okay. was, it was absolutely mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Did they, did they like sing songs behind you while you were like going up the mountain? I know that was stuff? kind of the vibe I got. Like the, it was putting off just like, it was so weird. It was mm-hmm. beyond weird and definitely not my scene to have that many people attend yeah. to me. Yeah. And I grew up somewhat spoiled mm-hmm. and I didn't like having anyone bring me hot water at six in the morning to wash before tea, which is what they would do. You're like, dude, this is insane. Can you imagine being uh, like in the entourage though and having to like attend to Danny and then explain to him all of the rules <laughs> about like what has to happen next? Yeah. I thought that too. And even Liz <laughs> apologized. I was on a FaceTime with Liz uh, when I had internet for a brief moment and she apologized to my guide for having to deal with me. <laughs> and really? I thought, that's totally true because my guide had never had anyone like me and couldn't even, he, he couldn't even fathom the type of person I was. He's like, uh, sit down. I'm like, I don't sit down when I'm hiking. And you could just see this expression in his eyes was like, dude, this, this guy is so annoying. Mm-hmm. He just wants to go fast and get it over with. But in Africa, we take our time. Yeah. There's a clash of cultures for sure. Mm-hmm. So, was there cool stuff to see along the route? Like, were you like constantly? Just, oh, dude, like, on that first mountain, I have, you're hiking first along. It's called Maru. Okay. You're hiking along, you're up in the foothills just below this awesome peak, and there's freaking giraffes eating in mm-hmm. open fields. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of an experience, obviously, you can't get anywhere else. On Kilimanjaro, it's pretty straightforward, and it's just the summit that's cool. But yeah, that first mountain was cool. There's like baboons and Columbus monkeys, and mm-hmm. it was really awesome. So, okay. But it's it's great to be back. I uh, was looking forward to this. So Okay. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you. And uh, yeah, that's uh, I had something that was uh, very important to address before we got into this whole conversation. Uh, okay. And now I can't remember it. It'll come uh, back. Yeah. Um, it will come back. Doc's in the chat uh, says, I hope that these guides have a podcast so we can listen to their version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what they would say. I, I must be, and this is why I don't like to work with people. Mm-hmm. I understand who I am and I understand how I don't necessarily mesh well with other people. Mm-hmm. And so they would be like this super obnoxious, impatient American, they would, I'm sure they have nothing nice to say. We parted ways 
me and that guide mm-hmm. on bad terms. And I'm like, really? that's as much my fault as his, just because we just don't, we didn't mesh at all. He wants you to didn't go even slow. Try. Yeah. You didn't even try to fit him with the culture there. You yeah, I don't. Like, I, I, I hate American. when people, remember how we I'm talked American. about American. Well, you know how we talked about Aloha? Yeah. It, Aloha. Same, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same mm-hmm. thing was happening there. And I just got so sick of all of these tourists saying the local phrases. Mm-hmm. And I, thought, I don't want to be that guy. And yeah. plus the locals are getting the tourists to say it in a half mocking way, but yeah. the tourist doesn't understand that that's Correct. what's taking place. So I just was like, I'm not even going to do that. I'm not playing that game. I'm just going to say, what's up? Yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't American. fault you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't so, fault you for yeah. that, for sure. Um, Super Hans in the chat wants to know uh, that, um, Danny, did the tour guide drain your boots for you? <laughs> uh, did you take no. the sweat boots? <laughs> no, those are ski boots only. Okay. That's a great question. I did leave. So I left some stuff for the porters because I could mm-hmm. tell they didn't have much, but I did leave a pair of hiking shoes that I do get super sweaty in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and They're I felt, fighting over those. <laughs> they are probably fighting over them. And I, I, I felt guilty leaving them because I'm like, they can't smell disgusting. brand new. These are kind of disgusting. If they knew how much my feet sweat, this might be the one shoe no African porter would take. Mm-hmm. Be like set that on fire and call a priest when you do. <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, so you, you, they probably you could have invited me on this trip, I guess. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. I thought, oh, you know, it's in the mountains. Tyson couldn't handle it. Tyson could have climbed Kilimanjaro. Absolutely. 100 percent. No problem. In three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even a question about yeah. it. The least technical thing I've done in the past five years. Well, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the footage if it's so. Yeah, I'm editing it now and I'm trying to decide how much of my real opinions I should leave in it because. Uh, do you do like moment, confessionals and stuff? Gracious. Yeah, that's how I do it. I like shoot confessionals mm-hmm. during an end of the day stuff. Okay. So, uh, well, yeah, Danny, wait for those. You could really just like blow the lid off this whole Kilimanjaro scam. Like the honest <laughs> truth about Mount Kilimanjaro, the video they don't title. want you to yeah. see. How about this? Go to Tanzania, become a porter, but also be the cook, but also be everything. So you take the $2,900 for two mountains mm-hmm. in one week for yourself. That's a pretty good salary right there. 3 k a week to do hiking, which is you're doing it anyways. I will say I talked to a lot of guides about how much it costs in Africa because it is expensive. Everything is expensive. And I in Africa, no- in Africa. Yeah. And I did notice that a lot of that money goes to just getting into the park, the park fees, like mm-hmm. just to get into the national parks and onto the mountain are massive. Like Kilimanjaro, just to climb Kilimanjaro, uh, just the one beginner fee you have to pay is $800 just to yeah. get in there. So, so it, do you it's take cash or thing. did you pay car? Oh, that was the other thing. So I, I contacted three outfitters mm-hmm. and got bids, went with the lowest one, and they request that you bring the remaining balance in cash. So I had almost $3,000, which I haven't had $3,000 in cash on me my, like my entire life. Okay. And I'm traveling to Africa. I land at like 10 at night, never mm-hmm. seen the person, just get into a car, uh, after 21 hours of travel with $3,000 in cash, I was pretty sure I was going to be, I thought, you know what? I bet you 50% of these end up in just getting robbed because they know you've got all that cash. Yeah. Uh, but luckily my guy, he was solid. He was a solid outfitter. So okay. I was very glad for that. Yeah. 
Well, we're happy you're back, Danny. We tried some AI eulogies for you. <laughs> Glad we don't have to use them. Okay, yeah. good. No, no. I, and plus, Tyson, come on. Mm-hmm. I want the human touch. So if any eulogy is going to be given, it needs to be given by you. Yeah. So. Also, when are we going on an adventure? I can go anytime between Wednesday and uh, Sunday. Are you here in Utah? No. Oh. But I'm just saying, I can travel. Mm-hmm. Like, what, you don't think I can afford to go to Africa? Yeah, I know you can afford. Dude, you're like number one pickleball influencer. Of course. It's true. It's true. They didn't yeah. have pickleball there, though, that I could see. Not yet. I wasn't there to you're influence gonna it. bring it to the continent. Mm-hmm. Nice. I did see uh, this past week, uh, you know, I was on a little bit of a road trip myself, Danny, uh, not to yeah. Mount Kilimanjaro, but I yeah. had gone all the way to uh, Long Island uh, ooh, on ooh. my travels and we had gone into the city and Tyson, I see Central Park, big pickleball hotspot. Yeah, city pickle. Yeah. City pickle. They turned uh, the rink into the uh, skating rink through the summer. The yeah. site of the Survivor Marquesas live finale uh, has now been a pickleball. The, the, yeah, the, all goes, the place where Boston Rob was super drunk and got asked a question <laughs> from Rosie O'Donnell uh, and now has been turned into pickleball court. Wow, there's a lot of history Titty there. pickle. <laughs> yeah, a lot of history. <laughs> a lot of history there. All right. Um, should we talk about uh, what's going on in the news this week? Let's do it. Um, May okay, as well. So, so we talked about uh, AI working on a eulogy for Danny, but in the meantime, mm-hmm. um, AI. I mean, we have so many AI stories. I was thinking, like, maybe we should change the name of this podcast to News AI at some Dude. point. <laughs> also, have you noticed that Twitter is all just about like four things that helped me in my business? Those are all AI generated tweets. Like everybody sure, is just list. using AI to create a list mm-hmm. for their audience, and their audience is garbling that down really? their esophagus is that's why yeah. buzzfeed crashed and burned i think it was buzzfeed that did all yeah. the lists because yeah. now you got ai doing it yeah yeah um by the way tyson have you seen that uh facebook is working on a twitter killer uh what's it called oh um, it's twitter not blue killer. sky is it no it's not blue sky uh the twitter killer i think is it called threads yeah the, it hasn't been announced uh, officially but it's basically okay. the facebook's version of twitter threads so twitter is r- ruined and i mean part of it is the algorithm like you're getting weird stuff now but also the whole beauty of Twitter was the 160 characters or the 200 characters or whatever the limit is. Threads is but expected to have 500 characters. Too much. Yeah, mm. that's like a it's tr- too blog much. post. Yeah. Part of the p- part of their artisticness of Twitter was being able to say the thing you wanted to say in 160 characters. With zero context so you could be attacked later. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of that. So I yeah, I I'm on Twitter. Uh, I do hate I tweet threads, though. Like when yeah, somebody's like going on and on and on. on like, yeah, you shouldn't be able to do that either. <laughs> yeah, I, I do hate illegal. those. Yeah, I don't know what's is. happening when I have to read a long thread. Yeah, so Twitter should just go back to what it was, and you should be unable to respond to your own tweet. Mm-hmm. You can respond to others who respond to your tweet, but you can't respond to your own tweet mm-hmm. directly. Put that on the list. Yeah. Well, okay. did you guys talk about Apple's new goggles? Yes. Yeah, we yes. sure did. Okay. All right. I, I Man, you would have you could have climbed Kilimanjaro from the comfort of your own living room, mm-hmm. Danny, right. with those air yeah. conditioned, eating uh, sanctioned Actually, food. Actually, yeah, for what you mm-hmm. spent on Mount Kilimanjaro, you could have almost purchased close, a yeah. pair of Apple goggles. Yeah, yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. I'd still okay. have them. So the I could enjoy Pro. the mountains. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Man. Um, but uh, so, all right. A uh, AI story to start things off. Uh, there is a new uh, piece of artificial intelligence uh, that can Good. allegedly predict whether or not a song will be a hit uh, with 97% accuracy. Isn't that what managers at like Capitol Records have been doing? Well, they're going to be replaced. Mm. The managers are going to be replaced? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's not surprising. I think that uh, hit songs are pretty formulaic. It is true. Like anytime we've had it create a song, it's done very well. Uh, And also I saw a headline today that I didn't send to you that said that uh, somebody plugged into AI the commands to create a Bob Dylan-esque oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw song. That and it sounded like it wowed us, but I didn't get any deeper into it than that. I mm-hmm. just, the tone of the headline made me think that Bob Dylan is replaceable. They're all replaceable, especially the more pop you are, mm-hmm. the more replaceable you are. Yeah. I listened to some radio channels um, and listen to modern popular artists is especially, I don't know if it's just females, but I couldn't tell the difference between who was what it was just all mm-hmm. sounded the same. Yeah. I mean, the, the auto tune makes uh, everybody sound pretty similar when you uh, are trying to listen to it. Um, I, now this is something I didn't even know that we could do this, uh, mm-hmm. but they had people wear skull cap brain scanners. Whoa. And so, I mean, I feel like that, that we're burying the lead of them not talking about that people wear skull cap <laughs> brain scanners listening to music, but the AI then looked at the skull cap brain scan results of people mm-hmm. who were listening to the song. Oh, this and is then, not what we want. And then the, the, the AI was able to determine which songs would be a hit based on looking at the skullcap brain scan results. Wow. We can't be giving AI skullcap information. Mm-hmm. That not is like this early, yeah. Not this early. That is like the most private, sensitive. I mean, if they want to know how to compute, uh, control humans, the skullcap mm-hmm. information is going to give them everything they know, need to stimulate us mm-hmm. into oblivion. Whoa. So you think we'll just be sitting there in a pile of our own stimuli? Yeah, liquids. In a mountain of our own stimuli. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I really do. Look, hit songs, Mm -hmm. hit videos. Mm -hmm. uh, Every part of us tickled and titillated and Mm -hmm. absolutely ignoring what's happening Mm -hmm. over here by AI. They're just going to have us 100% addicted to their entertainment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, That also ties into the story I sent you guys of the number one type of music for focus and concentration. Yes. But this wasn't done by AI. Mm -hmm. This was done by a Harvard brain expert, which is a Harvard brain expert now also replaceable if we have the skull cap. Skull cap. Well, somebody yeah, needs yeah. to like <laughs> fit the skull cap on people and know how to properly put it oh, on. Come people. on, robots are making like a million cars a day. Yeah, come they on. can put a skull cap on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like where the tripods came from. Whole thing is like they're putting on skull caps. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, our future is all skull caps and pop music, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just a, a really sticky future for us. Yeah, I hope they don't start having people listen to podcasts and then listen. With with the skull cap on because if oh, they can write a, a hip hop song why mm-hmm. can't they write it a, a hit uh 
Well, podcast. I, again, I, I just want to say that the AI is not writing the song. So yeah, people are like, in this instance, people are listening to music and then the AI is just looking at their brain scan. Uh, so uh, it is not necessarily that AI is writing the song. However, there's a new Beatles song coming out where See, John and Bob Lennon Dylan song and Drake. Yeah, is that is going to be AI? But Tyson, what is the best music for focus and concentration? Because I don't know. It says it's fully dependent on your tastes. Yeah, I, I thought that made sense. I was actually really curious about that, so I read yeah. it real quick. And I think it is true. It's the music you normally listen to, depending on the mood that you're in, hmm. is the best one for focus because there's no unwanted distraction from new, you know, I don't know, lyrics, melody. It's like you can focus because you're familiar with it and you understand how to use that music to channel your mood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this says like whatever your tastes are, whatever you're feeling like, that's like, so it's like more fluid, mm -hmm. which is kind of a non-answer. Yeah. Uh, but they're saying that a lot of people uh, consider classical. That's what it has always been the belief, but it's not. And so, and I think uh, that was the headline. That's the real headline there. Oh, everyone says classical will make plants grow and help you concentrate, but mm -hmm. this proves otherwise. Uh, I had uh, AI just write me the greatest song of all time. Yes. And it's currently going right now on my phone as I'm, it's still writing. Uh, as soon as it finishes, we can go through some of the lyrics and see if it truly is the greatest song or maybe i'll start Did you just ask for the greatest song of all time i said please write me the greatest song of all time okay and now I said, do you AI, have the music do you know what the the instrumental is going to be music. Yeah. that's where danny has to come in or i have to get an ai that can do that yeah in yeah. the morning light i wake up to a brand new day with hopes and dreams that i carry on my way I oh, take this is like christian breath. rock I take a deep <laughs> breath and i let him i let the rhythm flow with each beat of my heart my spirit starts to glow and here's the chorus this is the greatest song of all time. It tells a story that's yours and mine. It lifts us up and sets us free. It's the melody of our destiny. Not as, bad. As the day goes on, I face the challenges ahead, but I know that I can conquer them with the music in my head. I sing along to the beat that never fades, and every note reminds me of choices that I've made. This is the greatest song of all time. It tells the story that's yours and mine. It lifts us up and sets us free. It's the melody of our destiny. Kind Here's of a the folk bridge. Song. Yeah. Here's the bridge. No matter what the world may say, I know that I can find my way. As long as I can hear this song, I know that I'll be dancing on and on and on. Honestly, those are the lyrics of like a lot of hit songs. Mm -hmm. And here's the outro. It so if you ever feel lost along the way, just listen to this song and let it guide you every day. It's the greatest song of all time and it will always be yours and mine. Yeah. Boy, if you let the song Beautiful. guide you on your way, then yeah. I think there's like six porters that are going to be out of the job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd much rather be guided by a song than mm -hmm. six people. So yeah, it's beautiful. Tyson. That was beautiful. Don't Thank think you. Tyson. Tyson didn't. I, pr I gave the prompt. He gave prompted. the prompt. Yeah, I gave the prompt. And that's, so is that the future? He's the producer. Like credits. Like yeah, that's the future. Credit. It's just like Tyson, Tyson, by Apostle, Tyson is Apostle. The greatest is the greatest prompter of all time. Mm -hmm. In the music industry, there's only one prompter, and that's Tyson Apostle. He knows exactly yeah. what to ask. He knows exactly what to ask AI to create. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
We talked about how uh, expensive uh, Danny's trip was, uh, mm. but Danny, maybe you're looking to maybe switch occupations to uh, fund more of your trips. Uh, I want to tell you about a position that's open, uh, that there is apparently a billionaire based in the UK that is looking for a full-time dog walker. We know how good you are with pets. He loves mm -hmm. okay? dog walking. Yep. Uh, and the annual salary is $127,000 a year. Crazy. Is uh, this the dog walker that just recently chucked a phone at that singer? Because he was also a dog walker. Mm, no, I don't think so. How okay, much was, dog walking are we doing? A lot, it seems like. Uh, How many dogs are there? So there's two dogs. Uh, and they're looking for somebody top of Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. So I guess, like, you know, it's still, it's like 60 K a dog. So um, <laughs> they look for somebody at the top of their field who can ensure their well-being, happiness and safety of the dog. They're looking for somebody who can provide unparalleled care and attention to the dogs, treating them as valued, valued members of the family. Hmm. I think you're going to have to list more than just like your ability to walk, to walk these dogs. I think because it sounds like, you need Caesar to be like Milan a, is that the guy's name? The dog. Oh, expert. oh yeah, yeah. The dog whisperer. He could yeah, get the dog this whisperer. Job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he could get this job. See, this is a hard job, I think, because basically, you're the dog is your boss. You know, um, you could be like killing yourself to make this happen, but you, you know, the dog doesn't seem happy. You're fired. Yeah, yeah but if you just have snossages, the dogs mm -hmm. are going to be happy. Wait, what I don't did know. You call it a sausage. Yeah. What is that? Isn't that a dog treat sausage thingy? I'll take your word for it. Sounds delicious. Like dog yeah. has an accident, you're fired. Uh, yeah. Well, if it has an accident while you're walking it, if it has an accident at home, well, that's not your. Is deal. it an accident if you're walking it? Uh, what I mean is, yeah, I said you can only be responsible for the things that happen to the dog mm -hmm. while you're walking it. Although yeah. it does say dog nanny, not necessarily dog. Mm -hmm. I was thinking dog walker, but you're right. This is probably a full-time job mm -hmm. all day, every day. No, thank you. Not for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, apparently there's six weeks off per year, uh, but if they go to Monaco, you'll be flying on the, the private jet with the dogs. Ooh. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. It's also, you have to work regular hours, including uh -huh. evenings, weekends, and holidays to yeah. accommodate the needs of the dogs and the family mm -hmm. schedule. Uh, and you have the ability to handle sensitive information with the utmost discretion and confidentiality. From the dogs or from the owners? I think from the owners, because they're very uh, rich and probably have a lot of uh, secrets. Dark so secrets. Dark can secrets, I tell, yes. I, I could tell you something about this job. This is what, rich people do when mm. they hire a dog walker or almost anyone yeah slowly your job which started off being like just dog nanny for 127 mm. a year suddenly becomes lots of other things like yeah. potentially changing light bulbs in uh, closets that's running fine. coffee yeah. so the the job spillover is going to be really high and you have to be willing to put up with that because that's just how it goes. When rich people hire a person, they begin mm -hmm. to believe this. Hey, I pay you. You know, yeah. I pay you one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars a year. Have you do whatever we need you to do. I want you to shuttle this car down to the yacht and Uber back, or mm -hmm. I want you to replace all the light bulbs in the master bedroom. So just keep that in mind. 
future mm-hmm. dog nanny, that that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, if anything goes wrong with the pet, um, there's a new option for uh, people who have lost a pet, uh, specifically a dog. Um, have either of you ever heard of a uh, new process called, I want to make sure I have, uh, aquamation? Mm. Sounds Is that delicious. turning... Is that turning solids into liquids? Yes, uh, specifically uh, dead pets into liquids. Uh, a and Seattle- then drinking? No, yeah, no, I think you to, just keep them. End? Keep them. Um, and then you take Gross. them home instead of ashes. Uh, you could have your pet turn into a liquid. Uh, that's what a Seattle-based company called Resting Waters does. I don't no. like it. Yeah. I'm with Dyson on mm. this. Ashes. It's got to be ashes and it's only ashes. Liquid just seems dangerous. It's like, okay, you got this, what, like yellowish brown glop? Seems clear. I don't know. Uh, uh, The process is called alkaline hydrolysis. It's probably not even any, there's like a teeny tiny little droplet of pet DNA in there and the rest of it's just water. Just give you a bag of water. Yeah, I thought you were going to say like you put it into a giant blender Mm -hmm. and then just turn them into a nice goo. This is really gross. I think yeah. ashes are a million times better or preferably a shoebox in the backyard. Also a pretty good option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A process yeah. that would take months or years is reduced to just 20 hours. Is it fossil fuel then? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, there's almost no part of me that thinks this is a good idea or mm-hmm. marketable at all. AI mm-hmm. did not come up with this business idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. That. Um, let me see. Um, on the frequently asked questions uh, for the. <laughs> do you either you have, have a frequently asked question about the uh, the aquamation process? Yeah. How why? how hard is it to clean up? Hmm. Does that it stain not, if I spill it on the carpet? This is not one of the frequently asked questions. Can you drink this? You drink it. Um, let's see. Are the returned remains safe for me to handle? Yes. The remains and effluent are completely non-toxic after the process of aquamation as it rids of the tissue of all RNA and DNA that are, uh, as well as any pathogens or chemicals in the body, including chemotherapy. Your pet's ashes are returned from resting waters 100% safe to handle and can be divided amongst family members, moved to a different oh, vessel goodness. or scattered at your discretion. I can keep a vial of my pet's goo mm-hmm. uh, on my, around my neck. Your cat? One of your just cats? Like, yeah, just like Angelina Jolie. And uh, what's his name? They had blood, vials of blood. Oh, you know? Billy Bob oh, yeah, Thornton. Nicholas Cage. No, not Nicholas Cage. Billy Bob it Thornton, was. right? Billy Bob yeah. Thornton, yeah. yeah. So you could do that with your pet. You just have this vial of animal goo mm-hmm. that you keep okay. there and always have your pet close to your heart. Danny, in your living will, you don't want this, right? You don't want to be turned into liquid... I've already stated and had it notarized mm-hmm. that uh, Tyson and I will be tied together and flung into space with a giant trebuchet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have so. you decided on joining us yet, Rob? <sighs> um, I'm going to still hold out. Okay. I'm gonna For hold a out. better yeah. offer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm you're going to I'm not sure how binding this is. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that we're definitely going to be in the news, bro. Yeah, that's true. Worldwide that's true. news. Mm-hmm. Orbiting Earth every day. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going to be doing shakas. Can you imagine our widows are then like apprised of this news of like, okay, well, uh, we have a request that was made on recorded media <laughs> of how uh, Danny and Tyson and Rob wanted to have their remains um Tied together with twine and flung into space. In in their living will. Like, oh, what did they say? They they wanted a giant uh, trebuchet to launch them into space. Mm -hmm. Not none of this sounds unreasonable. I mean, mm -hmm. this sounds more reasonable than being turned into goo. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So would you rather be launched into space with us, frozen for time and all eternity, orbiting Earth, or turned into goo? Yeah, I think I'd rather go to space. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, you know, in in his death, he was an astronaut. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. pretty amazing. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Not better than like in his death, he was turned into a big jar of goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He became a goo jar. He's that syrup got mistaken now. for honey. Yeah. yeah got mistaken yeah. for honey and eaten mm-hmm. by the by one of the pets. Okay. This is uh, maybe my favorite story of the week. According to a study done of 2,000 Americans, 65 survey and people. older. Okay. Mm-hmm. 65 story uh, survey people. Uh, uh, 65 and over, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they found that 25% of them believe that their life advice could be viral on social media. Doesn't this mesh well with the the survey we saw where one in four millennials wanted a career as an influencer? Mm-hmm. No, it it's almost like seems, even bigger than that. Yeah, but it almost feels like all generations believe they've got something to share that is of value, whether you're young or old. Yeah. It's not so much what they're sharing as it is the personality that's sharing it. And that's what I think that, like, it's not like, if you're a 190-year-old woman, you're going viral on TikTok. Like, you you will. One way or another, either you have, like, valuable information or you're saying things that are really racist. Yeah, or (laughs) you're just, like, so old that people can't look away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of like a Jerry Springer guest. Yeah. R.I.P. I I know, right? Mm R.I.P. Did they liquefy Jerry Springer? Probably. Mm -hmm. I mean... They did. I think they gave him a boring, traditional... Boring. Burial. Boring. Mm-hmm. Stars, they're just like us. Mm-hmm. Once they die, yeah. dead. And um, not only that, uh, that 25% think they could be influencers, 41% think that their insights are worthy of a book deal. Oh, dear. I guess delusion runs pretty strong in older people. Mm-hmm. 40%. Can you imagine how many? <laughs> I mean, terrible 40% books. of 2,000 you inundated with just like, mm, what? 900 <laughs> new that book would be so boring. <laughs> 41% yeah. of books that came out from this generation would be the worst. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. A lot of books are already boring without uh, all these people writing more books. Well, the, the books might be wild because um, according to this study that this group of seniors, uh, one of the things they wanted to see repopularized 40% of these people said that they would they yearn to see carrot cake go viral. I don't get it. Carrot cake. I don't cake? either. 
Like, I, I guess carrot cake 60. was more popular when they were younger. I don't think these 65 year olds even know what viral means. Mm-hmm. That's also, the problem they're, here. They're I don't like, think they're a very disease. much tapped into the popular Culture. opinions of, you know, the people who actually watch viral stuff. Carrot yeah. cake. They mm-hmm. pick like the dumbest thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Carrot cake. <laughs> They're like, if these guys, they're like, I have an idea. It's a TikTok idea. What is it? Carrot cake. Carrot mm-hmm. cake. <laughs> if these kids Although, just had one piece of carrot cake, it would be listen, over. There's, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, headline-ish and mm-hmm. heard a lot of stuff about how, like, youth is respecting elders less and less yeah. as our generations move forward. And- I, I've always been of the opinion that age in and of itself does not earn respect. And well, of course not because it doesn't really change who you are or were. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, yeah. but even now in this day and age of information with everything moving so quickly and these 2065 year old plus people thinking they have something None of these people are respected by the younger generation. All of these people are just like, how come they don't respect me? And it's like, because you're an idiot. And why doesn't anybody eat carrot cake anymore? Yeah. yeah. It's so I hard made to find a slice. Cake. I made carrot cake and nobody even tried it. Mm-hmm. None of these young, if they just try it, then they'd be thanking me and I'd be viral on, tic- on the TikTok. <laughs> See, the respecting your elders thing that yeah. made sense a long time ago because the elders passed on wisdom that was essential for survival. These yes. are the things you can <laughs> yes. eat. This is where you find good wood. Yeah. This is where you should hunt. But yeah. now it's like a modern day old people, especially probably our generation of just touch. above, we've got nothing to share because yeah. all the things we grew up with no longer exist. And yeah. we're not sharing things that are essential for survival for the tribe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the things that are essential for survival now we have no idea because what was essential for survival yeah, 10 years it's already ago is changed. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so yeah, back in the day, like there was no internet, like old people yeah. were the internet. That's right. <laughs> they sort Excellent of had like point. the records yeah. of everything. They knew yeah. a bunch of stuff. Now we don't need them. Like maybe the average, like, uh, you know, teenager has access to way more information than the average person who uh, is, you know, later days. Yeah. The internet is the young person's wise old timer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And yeah. so the internet will be raising the next generation. Already Not are. Not the old timers. Already, yeah, already are. Having said that, I am working on my book that I'll be releasing at the age of 65. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That'll be oh, good. Waiting until you're 65? Uh, well, yeah. yeah, right? I got to accumulate more wisdom. How many chapters will I have on uh, Africa, on Tanzania? Oh, dude, two or three. Two about or three the, chapters. Yeah, two or three <laughs> chapters. About about things about I learned trip. during my time uh, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Do you wish you would have flown first class? Oh, I wish I could afford first class. And you how know much? how they're like upgrade to first class, yeah, only ten thousand additional dollars. It, was it ten thousand? It was thousands. Like mm-hmm. how many thousands? Uh, I can't. Remember. I only looked at it briefly. I could upgrade to comfort class for one thousand five hundred, which was insane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or then, so you can imagine how much more first class was if that was just for comfort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that each but, way? Yeah, maybe that could be my book. Yeah. Right. Save your money, fly economy, because while a, f- a flight is temporary, life 
and the things you'll do while you're in that place, those memories will be forever. Yeah, but that does fly in the face of some of the advice from these seniors because they say one of their life devices, uh, don't live above your means. Good thing that these people have no clue what they're talking about mm-hmm. anymore and we don't need to listen to them at mm-hmm. all. Says the generation that drove up, uh, what is it, $39 trillion in debt <laughs> for the whole country. Yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, we have a contender for the worst airline passenger of the week. But uh, I guess this is a little bit of like a debate of like uh, who is the worst airline passenger uh, as uh, the saga of two passengers on board a flight spilled over onto TikTok where uh, there was a woman behind a passenger on an airplane uh and this woman allegedly had smelly feet and so to remedy the situation one tiktoker decided to pour a soda onto the feet that were sticking out underneath his seat on the airline i saw the video yeah you know it's funny is he didn't pour very much mm-hmm. like i'm watching it right now it's like a drip. Well, just a drip. And now is this what do you think? Is this kosher, Danny? The none of this is good. Mm-hmm. Not, and no one comes out a hero. You can't have exposed bare feet on the that, plane is with socks. With socks. They got socks. Oh, but also, they're super stinky. Yeah. But the other thing I want to say is that sometimes when you push your legs <sighs> underneath the chair in front of you, you don't know that it's sticking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think there's a couple things here that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. What can you, you do? You can keep stepping on her toes like it's an accident, like you don't yeah. realize her feet are there. Uh, you can, I, I mean, you always have to turn the air up on in your face, like at full blast, because that will blow a lot of like the fart clouds and stuff yep, away yep, from you that. as quickly as yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but these stinky feet underneath your chair, I think the thing you do is you just crowd her space back underneath her mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and do that. So I think like I would like definitely put my heel on that toe and push down. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know it was there and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are, is your toe in my space? I didn't realize that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's easy. Do yeah. that. Like pouring soda. He's pranking her. Pranking her. He's, yeah. He's, this is a prank. And and it's a prank on someone he doesn't know. And it's soda on the socks. And it could also be staged. What if this is somebody that he did know? Like, dude, let's make a viral video. Yeah. It could be staged. Most of these viral videos are could staged be. now. Yeah. As you can yeah. tell that like both people clearly know each other and neither one of them are great actors. Mm-hmm. I think if yeah. you have like a bag that you brought with you, you like rummage through the bag and like drop it on that person's foot a few times. Like, oh yeah. my God, I didn't know your foot was there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Uh, D- Doc says maybe ask them to remove their feet. No. Docs. Mm-hmm step on their foot. Like you don't have to do it hard enough for them. Docs to really is so get civilized. Hurt. Docs mm-hmm. is civilized. I would never like open, just like have an open dialogue with a stranger yeah. unprovoked, provoked by, you know, this, uh, violation of personal space. No, you just, what if you go this way, Tyson? Toe. Hey, uh, would it be cool? Could you remove your socks? 
Remove your oh, socks. Yeah. Oh my can god. You, and would you, you mind if I just off? touch them a little bit? Yes. I just want to I just want to get some pictures. I'm just going to Okay, yeah. Could you remove your sock? I just I, I want to get some pictures, pictures real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. yeah. That could be enough to get uh, them to not want Is that harassment though? Would you get arrested? Yeah, you might get you might get Well, you're asking for consent. Yeah. To participate in the foot fetish. I think you end up on nope. somebody else's TikTok at that There's point. There's also the story, the projector story in the same article. Yes. Another person. Yeah, the wildest thing. So there was, um, Tyson, a passenger on an airplane had like a portable projector and was projecting a movie onto the overhead bin uh, oh. on the plane. The wildest thing, it's the 2000 yeah. Mel Gibson movie, The Patriot. That was my only complaint. It's a mm. stupid movie. Mm-hmm. So. Did they have the sound playing or was the sound internal? No, subtitles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. subtitles. Uh, I know that some people are bugged that a lot of uh, airplanes don't have screens on the back of the chairs anymore. Yes, oh, they, that they don't. Yeah. They don't? They got rid a lot of, of them? domestic flights. Got oh, rid domestic. Of the oh, because yeah. you have yeah. your own uh, yeah. screen? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I get so that. maybe this was a guy that was just like, this was uh, somebody in that 65 plus. Uh, category that was like how airplanes five years ago had s- screens and now they don't. Well, I'm gonna create a screen, I'll be Put the hero, and I'll go viral. Who wants I'll, to watch yeah, The Patriot I, with me? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> The Patriot's my favorite movie. Everybody loves Mel Gibson. <laughs> you don't think this is a 65 year old daddy, dude? They would be able to get the projector started or not a Bluetooth <laughs> mm-hmm. to the projector from sure. their phone. Listen, this is too advanced. I agree that this sounds too advanced, but who else is projecting the Patriot? I know the Patriot's on the one thing that's screenless me off. airplane. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing it because they're like, there's no more screens on airplanes. I'm going to be the hero. This is a 65 plus year. I think this is a 40 year old, 45 year old. You I think, think someone I saw in this movie when I was in my when I was a teenager? Yeah, I, yeah. I think 65 year olds putting up like you've got mail. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember I, AOL the glory days yeah, I think that this is someone our age uh, or some misguided youth who listened to the uh, advice of his elders on movie choices and is sharing this because he thinks that uh, this is what people want to watch yeah um, I didn't even get through the Patriot it was like seven hours long <laughs> and so stupid that I mean why not pick a classic Labyrinth that's why Labyrinth. <laughs> the Patriot is a classic to people over 65. Mm-hmm. They celebrate. I don't this. know. I yeah. don't know if I've met anyone. I think it was like, basically like uh, that they didn't want to do a Braveheart sequel. They said, okay, let's try to uh, do the Patriot. Yeah. Listen to me, Danny. Get on your phone right now. Text your dad and say, did, did you like the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson? And his be dad's like, not gonna respond to a text, Tyson. He doesn't respond to my text. Plus, my dad does his not. His dad will say fuck yes. He would be like, I haven't watched a movie since 1965. My I, when I catch my parents <laughs> really? watching movies, they're like the movies that were made right after the silent movie era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> back <laughs> when they used to know what they were doing. I yeah, bet back when dad, they really acted. Look at your dad's older than 65, but I bet your dad loved the patriot i bet he loved what was it rated film. he doesn't watch rated r's so he probably I thought it was rated it. r i think, I think it was it. rated r it was violent yeah but it was one of those movies where like mormons were like it's okay because no. it's just extreme my dad's violence. never watched it 
nothing. He he would not have watched this. Mm-hmm. What about if it was from Clean Flicks where they took oh, all the rated R parts out? Uh, what's Clean so. Flicks? T- clean Flicks was this thing there locally here where they tried to clean up rated R movies so uh, oh. people could watch it without offensive material. Hmm. But the ironic got, thing. It got sued to death. Well, also the ironic thing was I think some of the guys who created it were like, do making their own pornography or something. So they were <laughs> well, that like, makes wow. total sense. That doesn't mean. Yeah, what look, do you think they be- did with all the parts they cut out of the movie, Tyson? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why do you dude, think the they were collecting room, them? The cutting room floor is filled with the best stuff. They had their own file. That they were <laughs> yeah. just dumping all the clip scenes in. That's uh, true. Mm-hmm. So, okay. anyways. Uh, your dad's seen the Patriot. Yeah, rated R for strong violence. Yeah, my dad has not seen the Patriot, Tyson. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee, guarantee that he has not. Okay, I still believe that he has. And even if he did, he wouldn't project it. I'm telling you, this is a I'm not, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying your dad projected this, but what I am saying is your dad has seen the Patriot. He loves it. It's called the Patriot. This demographic would, the demographic that got pulled, that's 65 plus, they hear the word the Patriot, they're in, they're all in. They're mm-hmm. all in on this movie. It, the people who hate yeah. the monarchy and the British, they just yeah. love the and, Patriot. And appreciate Mel Gibson. And appreciate Mel Gibson. Same demographic. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. come on, dude. Okay, let me ask you this, Tyson. Mm-hmm. What movie would you project if you could project a movie? I would not project a movie. No, no you, I'm, I'm saying you you have to. What I are have you projecting? To. Yeah. Like, it's just like my family is in someone's basement with whatever torture devices. And the only way to yeah, get exactly. them out of there is what to are you be projecting? on a flight and project a film. Strange um, Brew? No. You, it ha, it's, you have to go like classic Disney animation. Mm-hmm. Not like oh, really? old school classic, okay. but like newer, like what is a very celebrated... Disney animation film, Pixar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay, Toy Story one, idea. maybe. Yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. I like. I that think it's also like you know ninety five minutes. Hmm. Uh, you want to go shorter than that? Yeah. Then you got to do like an old, really old one, like yeah. Snow White or something. Sword in the Stone. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rob? What are you projecting? Um, I feel like probably um. If you wanted to, like, uh, maybe Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Also good. Although you'll probably be sued. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You might get some people excited. Star Wars is, is uh, Star Wars would be good because you'd have people go and, yeah. Like, Star Wars so there might be some, some people on the plane like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. doing the Dark Crystal. And it's also like a little okay. bit like R2-D2, <laughs> like is kind of projecting Princess Leia for Luke uh-huh. Skywalker. So oh. there's a projection in a projection. Yeah. A projection, yeah, dude. Something. Something. Okay. Um, all right, well, let's get to Danny's bolt hole. Uh, Danny, we yeah, missed it, it while you were gone. Okay, yeah. here we go. Danny's bolt hole. It's Danny's Bolt Hole, where the only tour guide you need is Danny Bryson taking you up Mount Bolt Hole. <laughs> no tipping ceremony necessary. No tipping ceremony at the end. 
this story I felt was going to be such a great bolt hole story that I sent, I spent like 20 minutes on my phone waiting for it to load up. And then mm-hmm. another 20 minutes texting it to myself when and I was, was it worth in it? Africa. I think so. We're here. It's, it's a uh, one that Tyson can understand and have opinions about. Oh, good. Cause you, I don't understand a lot of stuff. Is that, <laughs> well, no, you have kind a lot of, of experience in this sphere, uh-huh. Tyson. Okay. And a group in Australia, they did some research and they found that uh, the research showed that riders wearing helmets and high visibility clothing are seen as less human. Less human. Cyclists, cyclist, road cyclists, to be specific. Less human, more robotic, like less more futuristic, human. like I, what? I think so. I read through the article when I was there in Africa and what I got from it was that they get less respect yeah, yeah. Like they're yeah. treated as, and and by the way, I did kind of like other motorists by motorists. Yes, yeah, by like people driving assholes. cars. They're exactly, yeah. and like that's what I thought them too. As assholes. And a lot of the comments also kind of are from people who ride bikes, and they say when I wear my cycling kit, I get treated like crap. But when I commute in my regular clothes, I'm actually given more space and treated a little bit more respectful. And this survey shows that there is actually a bias out there in drivers when they see someone in a full cycling kit. Yeah, they they're like it. that guy. Did Lance Armstrong ruin dick. it for everybody? No, it wasn't Lance Armstrong. It's it's cycling culture. It really is. Cycle cyclists, when I see road cyclists, even though I used to ride bikes, and they're like way out in the road, I think I always just say, What dicks? Like <laughs> They just irritate me. And yeah. even though I was part of that one t- at one time, I even find them to be super obnoxious. Yeah. And so I kind of understood this, even though it sounds terrible, there is something to be said about a guy wearing head to toe Lycra, mm-hmm. a helmet, mm-hmm. like razor uh, glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, they're obnoxious. Where's the guy who's commuting? That's just a good old fashioned guy or gal trying to get to work and back. Yeah. You know, the costume space. Are- the costumes are great. Like that's the fun. One of the fun parts of yeah. cycling is Agreed. getting on like a really, you know, nice dope lycra outfit. That's when you're in shape. Uh, I have that with pickleball now and uh, probably uh, the same uh, effect on uh, passersby looking at how sweet I look and thinking mm-hmm. like that guy's an asshole. Cause he looks too cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I get it. I still try to have courtesy. I still always have courtesy for cyclists. Yeah, I always give them space, but then I but make an underhanded comment as I pass by. We had somebody die in front of our neighborhood not too long ago, got hit by a car, a uh, cyclist. R- r- road cyclist? Mm-hmm. Was he wearing high vis? Uh, probably. This is like the one road out of town. Oh, sorry. This is like mm-hmm. the one road out of town right past my house. And it has like a, it has a shoulder, but then you head out straight to the desert but like there's a lot of cyclists on it, but there's also a lot of traffic on it, especially on the weekends. I just found it surprising that the actual survey used the words less human. So if a road cyclist is less human, what do you think like animal like? No, that's kind of like probably like a commonwealth term that we don't understand because yeah. we're patriots, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because we've all watched that movie. Yeah. Mel Gibson so, would run them all right off the road, dude. <laughs> oh well, this is his home country. Mm-hmm. No, he would. He would. He would run them right off the road. But he also uh, a less human is probably the, the term that, like, yeah. Is are you sure it's not less humane? 
it not, I mean, maybe, but it says it's several times. Like mm-hmm. this one says, 30% saying they considered those riding bicycles as less than fully human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That doesn't sound good. It's just when the when the questions presented themselves on the poll, it was like a scale of like five bubble things. And it was like the center was like yeah. human. And then the one bubble below that was less human. And one bubble above it was more human. And they just chose like... They didn't want line. to give cyclists average the they satisfaction. Went they went down one because they wanted to disrespect cyclists, but this was the only template that they had. Well, all I'm saying, if you're a road cyclist out there mm-hmm. and you want respect, flannel clothing, no helmet, mm-hmm. you'll get it. You'll get some space from those cars as they pass by. I don't know that that's true. Uh, research shows, Tyson, don't argue with 536 respondents. In okay? Australia. In Australia. in Australia. That's true. So when you're in Australia, perhaps just do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Be careful out there. All right. Yeah. Be careful out there, guys. Right. Uh, yeah. What Danny. Else we have? Yeah. Well, that, I think that unless Danny has something else in the bolt hole, I think that's it. Well, I had something for Danny. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Will you text your guide and see if he'd guide you again? Do you have a phone no, number? No, I don't want to open up any communication with him. Really? He wanted me to carry something on the plane. He's like, oh, I I missed you. He's like, I have a package for you to give to my friend in Colorado. What? I was like, obviously he's never flown because the number one thing they say in airports is never accept a package from someone you don't know really well. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to take your package. Were you going to Denver? Yeah, no, no. I don't know what his concept of the United States is, but supposedly just because Utah shares a border with uh, Colorado, basically it's right there. It's a drivable distance for one afternoon. So he's like, could you wait outside the airport for an hour Mm -hmm. uh, for my guy to get there and then take this package? Did you just say yes? "Uh," I said, yeah, probably not going to do that. And then the minute I got to the airport, I went in. Like, dude, I'm not taking a package. As quickly as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you could take the package in and then just drop it in the trash as you go through. But yeah, I'm just like the number one thing you never, ever do mm-hmm. is take a package from a stranger and try and get it onto a right. plane. Dude, but you spent a lot of time with this guy. Mm, I wouldn't say that I know him or <laughs> no. what he would put in a package. But I would still say that like... Do you have anything of, to declare, Mr. Bryson? Oh, just this package your local gave me. <laughs> of all the time you've spent with people this year, he's probably number two just under Liz. Uh, actually, I would have said yes, but I did ditch him a lot mm-hmm. in the end. Okay. So I would spend, I would eat meals with him. And then other than that, I never saw him. Would wow. you? I'm not going to text him going did, back to what you asked. Mm-hmm. No way. Did ditching him make him upset? I think so. I couldn't really read it. Uh, uh, I don't read people very well, I guess, especially uh-huh. um, from other cultures, but I honestly didn't care. I felt like a million bucks the minute I started ditching him. I was like, ah, oh, this feels yeah. so good. Can't put a this price is, on that. Yeah, uh, I'm like, this is how I wanted it to be right here, all alone, mm-hmm. out on the trail. This is great. Yeah. So, That's uh, really, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, good to be back and no Tyson. I will never reach out ever. Uh, well, Depeat in the chat thinks that you will absolutely cross paths with this guy again at some point. <laughs> <laughs> He's never left Tanzania. So I would have to go Have back you have there. a friend in Denver? 
Oh, because he guided him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I probably was like, here's 500 packages for all the people I've mm-hmm. guided that tipped me appropriately in the past. Mm-hmm. I, by the way, I did tip him the exact amount it said to do online. I didn't want to, mm-hmm. and, but I was still like, uh, I've never seen anyone say any other price than $20 a day. So I did tip him Can the you, full amount. Like, I know that we're probably going a little over now. We are, definitely. I need to hear like the tipping ceremony. So they sing a song. They all gather around or there's like a half circle around you. Yep. They gather around. I'll post it in the video that I make of Kilimanjaro. Okay. What a t- and then, see it. And then they give you, you a certificate. They give yep. you a certificate for climbing the mountain. Okay. Then they sing a song. Yeah. And then they stand around. Uh huh. And then you take out your envelope filled with cash uh-huh. in front of a bunch of strangers uh-huh. and you give them money. And it's just the worst, yeah. the worst thing ever. So you have to hike up the mountain with all the cash on you the whole time? Yeah, because they tell you not to leave it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Although they did say in one thing, not even to take it up on the mountain. So mm-hmm. I just had my cash, my passport, and my everything and with me at boot. all times. Yeah, yeah, great place. Although I seen the ad for those socks with the zipper compartment in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, maybe I'll get a pair of the pocket socks. Carry all that stuff. Yeah, that would have been so cool. Yeah, but I, the you'll first see place it. they look is for pocket socks. <laughs> yeah, they're right. like, they, they've learned the pocket sock secret. The pocket socks and the belt. Yeah. But if you're curious about this ceremony, you'll see at least part of it in my Kilimanjaro video. Was yeah. the, the tip record. in American dollars? Or yeah, everything was in currency? American dollars, not Tanzanian shillings. They didn't want those. So Pete mm-hmm. would have been like, well, what if you took just got a bunch of pesos or something, paper money that is much <laughs> cheaper in value from a different country. Smart. And throws them off. Not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. Like, look, I'm going to give you like 10,000 pesos. Would you rather have $160 or 10,000 pesos? No, they'll know that's a trick. You have to just be like, I am from this country. Here's this currency. Mm-hmm. This is all I got. Take it. They all it's this all or the online things said to give it in U.S. dollars. Of course so, it did. Yeah. Who do you think right. writes the online things, Danny? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is actually hundred percent true, Rob. Mm-hmm. I should have contacted you beforehand mm-hmm. just to get your input. Wow. So anyway, yeah, tipping shit ceremony. I'm glad they don't do that at restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole crew stands do. around you and sings to you and then waits with their hand out. Only if it's your birthday. Now they yeah. do that thing where they flip the screen around and stare at you in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're and like, you have to first skip giving money to charity. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. skip tipping as well. Say, I'm always like, do uh, they know what a, I'm selecting? Yeah, there's going to be a quest. Well, I think they yeah. do because they think they see the final total. I'm just buying yeah. groceries. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, and they say thank there's you. There's going to be a, a question for you on the next screen. Yeah. Let me a, there's going to be a question <laughs> for you on the next screen. I wonder what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pass. That's our American tipping ceremony right yeah, there. That's the it. turning of the screen yeah. and the locking of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Just uh, bad. Yeah, it really is. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, when what about you, we Tyson? What about world- you? Well, I just was going to ask you when we can expect the world premiere of this thing. Uh, I'm already working on the first video. So hopefully I'll have that done in about two weeks. And then the other one will be following that in two weeks. Uh, it seems like a long time to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but I got to space it out because I don't know when I'll have enough money to do anything ever again. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. It costs so much money. Uh, but you like couldn't get that. an episode out like tomorrow. 
Uh, no. I mean, I'm probably halfway through editing it, but... Okay. Nope. You're gonna have to wait. Got to build anticipation. Okay. Well, we'll just keep talking about it. I don't All have. Right, cool. I, I don't have much going on this week. Uh, Bergen's birthday, actually. So I guess I do have stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bergen's Lots birthday party. We rented out a public pool. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. So we got the whole pool to ourselves. Nice. I also paid an ice cream truck to show up and just sling ice creams. And uh, yeah, that's on Saturday. And um. That's it. All right. Mm-hmm. So, and pickleball. Yeah, yeah, just podcasting away. Uh, I'm on week three of Stars on Mars. I do think that Danny might be interested in uh, that one, Danny. Uh, would you like to what? see uh, a bunch of celebrities acting out as if they were living on a Mars colony? Mm-hmm. Uh, how realistic is this? I It's semi-realistic. They have to like go out on missions and stuff and repair like the fake Mars habitat. Do they have to wear uh, suits? Yes, they do have yeah. to wear and, and Lance Armstrong is one of the celebrities. Oh, yeah. That's why oh, I won't watch it because yeah. we don't support mm-hmm. Lance Armstrong. Just, that's not great. <laughs> You're not really supporting Even though, him. Yeah. Even though it would be great to, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, nice to see how far he's fallen. Yes. Uh, I mean, pretty yeah. far. I mean, he's like uh, working he's on, on this show. Repairing a fake Mars habitat. On yeah. what network? Fox. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. he seems like a fox guy. Yeah. So um, that th- there is, I feel like, some uh, pseudoscience uh, going on, um, and, but it's also pretty campy as well, hosted by mm-hmm. William Shatner, or as they call uh, him, Shatty yeah. Daddy. That's not, it doesn't sound like a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, yeah, just podcasting away over here. Very all right. Good. Okay. Cool. Good. All right. Um, well, thank you all so much for joining us. It was so nice to have the whole uh, gang back together for News AF this week. We'll be back next time. And take care. Everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. <laughs>